And now, over to Brandon and Greg for Coastal Elites. They are currently teaching the baby uh, Chinese. The nine-month-old has a Chinese tutor. Nine months. Yeah. Um, the the nine-month-old is also learning to play the organ. Um, and this is the eighty-five-year-old man's child, right? Eighty five was that the age? Was it eighty five or eighty three? He's eighty three. His wife is thirty five. Thirty five. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um. I mean, once you're over eighty, there's like really no distinction between the different numbers. Um, And I mean, honestly, and I and they had a they. They had to do fertility treatments. Um, but that's, I mean. He doesn't leave fingerprints anymore, but he's able to ski. I mean, hey. <laughs> it, I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you that, you know. That's, uh, how did he die on top of me? <laughs> yep, that's exactly what that is. And that's exactly what will happen. Yes. <laughs> um but but speaking of while we're on the topic of children uh um elon musk's child uh has changed their name changed her name uh because she no longer wants to be related in any way shape or form uh to her father Oh, apartheid Clyde. I would not want to be (laughs) related to him either. I, oh, good for her. I mean, yeah, I, I, I I don't blame her. Good for her. But she doesn't want anything. Like she's just done. She's like, I want nothing to do with him. Basically, no money, no nothing. Yeah, wants a clean break. Um. She is, uh, her new name is Vivian Jenna Wilson. Mm. Um, she is uh, the daughter of uh, his ex-wife and the mother of five of his seven children. Um. So, I mean, he's laying it on, spreading it wide, and uh, yeah, uh, mm. he and uh, he and Herschel Walker mm. and Nick Cannon and Nick Cannon, yeah, yeah, they, they run in the race of who can populate the world 
the fastest with the most unbearable people. Oh, Jesus. I just, I, I sincerely hope that these newly found Walker children um, <laughs> are nothing like their yep. brother. Um, I was going to say older brother, but there is a daughter that's older than Christian. Oh, so he's not. Um, mm. He is not the oldest, which means that he, he will not inherit uh, the majority of Mr. Walker's money. Does he have money? Um, I, he's, you know, um, I'm have to, I need to know how much he's worth. What's his, yes, Herschel Walker's net worth. Uh, the man's name is Herschel. Like I just, uh, he is as of April of 2022. Uh, he has an estimated net worth of 22 million. Oh, 12 okay. million. Sorry, 12, 12 million. million. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So I mean the the Walker clan, hmm. um, you know each of the kids upon you know his his home going, uh, stand to earn. Um, about fifteen dollars a piece, uh, if my math is cor- math is correct. Um, <laughs> at the at the going rate. I, mm, oh shit! I just uh, well, well. Hopefully, they had a good Father's Day. You know, he spent like fifteen hours on the phone. You know, he did, uh, and then and the. Pro- Nick Cannon probably had to do a whole bunch of like Zoom calls or something. Like that was a big old conference call with his kids. Well, I mean, all of them are still under the age of like three or so for Mariah's. He should have just bought a fucking billboard. Mm. Just had him put his picture, you know, Daddy, Daddy loves, loves you. you. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, uh, but. You know, it goes back to, you know, Herschel, Mr. Walker, uh, very vocal about um, absentee fathers. Yes. And look at him being a whole ass absentee father. You notice it goes back to the projection. Republicans do a lot of projection. Yeah. A whole lot. We don't like them homosexuals. Homosexual up our world. Because they groomers and black, but then they turn out to be the ones that are homosexuals themselves and actually grooming people. And yeah, or we hate abortion, but you're paying for fifty million abortions. Um, Didn't didn't Ted Cruz pay for allegedly? Allegedly, the the story is Ted Cruz paid for one of Lauren Boebert's abortions. Allegedly. Allegedly, that's what the Twitter streets are saying. Allegedly, um, uh, but now they're saying that that's all made up or whatever. I, I, I don't. Who who knows? Um, I, I mean, not that not that it's a problem that no, she had an abortion. No. Good for her, yeah. you know. She made that choice. It was her choice. She made that choice, but you know now she's actively trying to take that choice away from someone else. It's the same shit with affirmative action. Clarence Thomas. Mm. 
because he is a beneficiary of affirmative action himself. And white women are a beneficiary of it as well. Um, but he used affirmative action to get to where he is and then has the, the balls to sit up there and want to get rid of it. And that's that whole, whole mentality of certain Black men like him or Black people like um, Clarence Thomas that they want to be the only Black person to have succeeded. They want to be the only Black person in certain spaces. Um, it's, I was it's, accused of being an affirmative action hire one time. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was, was like, uh, was uh, it about one of my people? No. Oh, it was one of yours. Yeah, it was one of mine. Oh. It and what's even crazy? It was a woman. Oh. And what what led her to say that you were affirmative action hire? Because I'm I'm one of the queers. Oh. You one of the queers, and they oh yeah, and that was oh, I was like mm, mm, no no baby that's that's that, not how no, that that's mm, not at all how works. that no that you don't under she don't understand it no she don't you should have slept with her son <laughs> <laughs> no she. she no. She was in high school. Um, I slept oh. with her dad. Um, <laughs> now you can call me stepdaddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Uh, breaking news. Oh. Um, a jury in California found that Bill Cosby sexually abused a 16-year-old at the Playboy Mansion in 1975 and has awarded her $500,000 in damages. Wow. Hmm. No wonder he liked Jello Pudding Pop so much. I just I, f- I feel like now that they have overturned um, his conviction, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be seeing a lot oh. more of these cases. Yeah, um, as, as we should. Yeah. You know, and I mean, they're going to take him for every dime. Yeah. And here's the thing. It was a known secret that he was doing these things in Hollywood. Like this, this isn't something that's brand new. Yeah. He even talked about it in some of his shows, his stand-up shows. He admitted to it in depositions. He said, yeah, we used to do that because that was common. Yeah. So I have no sympathy for the guy. I don't. I just, you know, I, I did enjoy the Cosby show, you know, but... Yeah. And I... This is, I'm, still, I'm still not over Felicia Rashad defending him defending and then you know being being like celebrating on social media that he was being let out of jail yeah i yeah i still have nothing but respect for her i i admire her as an actress and a performer yeah but as as a person i have to separate that from yeah and i love me some felicia Rochelle, but yeah that was that was that wasn't that wasn't cool yeah. And it's, it's, it's similar to those situations where 
people people have this tendency of showing you who they want you to see you know they don't show you that side so if they've manipulated you enough in situations to show the side of them being caring and this upstanding individual and so on and so forth it's going to be hard for those individuals that have been in contact with them to see that other side so yes. i feel like she's stuck in that that mindset and um i just it's just so unfortunate you yeah. know so unfortunate bill cosby so unfortunate i mean but they take enough for him and he done, you know, sexually assaulted and drugged women, but they still want to crucify what's his name for a slap. But anyway, 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 uh, let's see. Let's look at some. It's it's a primary Tuesday. Uh, yes. Let's let's look at um, some results. Some results. So uh, Alabama had a runoff today. Um, Georgia had some elections today, Virginia and Washington, D.C. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, Trump endorsed Katie Britt and Mo Brooks are head to head in a runoff for their mm. 835 Eastern. Let's see. Um, Mo Brooks mm. uh, beat Katie Britt. And Katie was endorsed by Trump, right? Yeah. Oh. Wait, I th- hang on. No, I don't think that's right. Oh, oh never mind. Um, scratch that. Scratch that. JK, JK. Um, I can't. I, in Georgia, I. B when is going to take on uh Raffensperger. Yes. And that was called quickly. So yes. I um I don't I don't know of anybody who okay there why are we like I just want the results. I don't want these whole like I don't want these whole like stories about shit. Let's see. Let's see what NPR is doing. Uh, okay, here we go. Um be when of course, uh, Lieutenant Governor looks like Charlie Bailey uh, has beaten Kwanzaa Hall okay. in the Dem runoff for Lieutenant Governor, uh, or at least that's what it's looking like now. Uh, 33% of the votes are in. Uh, um, right now in the GOP District 2 runoff in Georgia, uh, Chris West is ahead of Jeremy Hunt by about 2,000 votes. Mm. Uh, Georgia District 6 GOP runoff, uh, Rich McCormick uh, fucking bodied Jake Evans. Oh. 71.4% to 28.6%. Damn. 
Um, <clears throat> Georgia District 7 GOP runoff. Uh, it's still too early. Only about 12% of the votes have been counted. Um, but right now, Mark Gonsalves is beating Michael Corbin. Um, let's see. District 10. It's been in, called. Oh, did it get called? Yeah, District 10 Republican primary. Uh, Dem primary. Oh, Dem, okay. Uh, oh, Dem yeah. primary is uh, Tabitha Johnson Green is beating uh, Jessica Four. Oh, yeah. Mike Collins in the District 10 GOP runoff. Uh, okay. So that's all Georgia. Let me see. Hot Georgia. Let me go to the Alabama. Alabama. Oh. Okay. So hmm. as of this, as of uh, 7.46 p.m. Uh, Central Daylight Time, uh, about 1.4% of the votes have been counted in the U.S. Senate Alabama GOP runoff. Mm -hmm. um, Katie Britt is uh, whooping Mo Brooks' ass. Wow. She's got uh, 55.90. He's got 22.93. Oh, wow. Um, in hmm. the Alabama Dem governor runoff, Yolanda Flowers is... Um, currently beating uh, Malika Sanders Fortier, but again, it's super early on that. The polls haven't even been closed an hour. Yeah, it's like 1.56%. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then over to Virginia, uh, the Virginia District 2 for the U.S. House, Elaine Luria uh, ran uncontested. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Dem side, of, or on the Republican side of District 2, Jen Kiggins won that. Uh, AP called that race at 642 Eastern Daylight Time. Um, District 7 in Virginia, Abigail Spamberger ran uncontested. Um, Jesus Christ. Mm. Uh, for District 7 on the GOP side, there were one, two, three, four, five, six contestants, uh, contestants, candidates. <laughs> um, um, and it's at 69 point, well, it's shown on USA Today, 69.12%, but George might be showing something different as far as um, of the vote counted. I've got 66.1%. Uh, Okay. Um, but Derek Anderson is still in the lead there. Oh, but this one has it. Vega's in the lead. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that must have that must have just happened. Because yeah. the last update on this was 7:44 p.m. Uh, my uh, time, our time. We're in oh, the same yeah. time zone. Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Let's okay. see. Hmm. So yeah, there's there's some stuff and things happening. Little vote votes going on. Um, um, yeah. Okay. And speaking of, I know you don't want to because it's heavy, so I just want to touch on it briefly. Um, if you have not watched today's January six hearings, um, I encourage you to do so. 
um, for, for two reasons. I want you to see how it was a coordinated effort to bully two Black women into breaking the law. And when they refused, they were harassed with, with racial terror um, and also harassed by a campaign um, manager for a rapper turned politician, Kanye West. Um, but besides that, if anything that you get out of watching that particular um, testimony from, um, from the young lady, um, Shay Moss, right? I mm-hmm. think that's her name, yeah, Shay Moss. I want to say Shay Moore for some reason, but Shay Moss and, and her mother, Miss, Miss Freeman, um one thing that it that i took away from it that it 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 encouraged me to be more vigilant in voting yes that's the biggest takeaway i've gotten from that um and to you know for them to basically know all the crap that america has put black people through but for them to actually still feel that voting is the most precious fundamental right we can have in this country and um, if there's a lawyer out there, please contact them because they need to sue the crap out of Donald yes. Trump and out of Rudy Giuliani. Um, for and also Kanye West. Oh yeah, yes, and Kanye West as well. Is 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 it was a jacked up situation, and they yes. can't even. They're not safe still to this very day. They're not safe because people are still targeting them and going after them, yeah. and they went after you know. Miss Moss's grandmother. Yes. Went as far as to break into her house. Yes. And talk about they're going to make a citizen's arrest. And her grandmother's like 70 something years old. I I love my grandma. I did. Lord rest her soul. And if anybody had tried to do harm to her, I would have gone to jail. Yeah. (laughs) Gladly. Um, But this was one of, to me, one of the most profound moments of the hearing so far. Oh, and then we also found out that Ron Johnson, Senator from um, Wisconsin, um, was trying to pass on some forged documents to then Vice President Mike Pence. Yeah. Knowingly, knowing that the documents were, um, were illegitimate. Yeah. So yeah, very interesting day. Um, but I do want to say this also. Um, Mrs. Freeman and Ms. Moore, those are true heroes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so while while y'all are out here on social media, you know, worshiping the ground that Liz Cheney walks on, these two women actually did something to save this country. Thank you. Liz Cheney did her job. And you know what? That's great. Good for her. That is what our tax dollars pay for. Yeah. We pay her to do her job. Mm -hmm. These two women, you know, were harassed and intimidated and, you know, bullied. And they still knew that, you know, the sanctity of our elections Mm -hmm. is what matters. Exactly. You know, and I will say this as a white person. Had Miss Moss and Miss Freeman been white women, they would have flipped like pancakes. 
white people cannot be trusted to do the right thing, especially when it comes to elections and election security. You said it. You know, the, and, you know, you can, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you know, some variation of that, that podcast guy one. If you disagree, that's fine. You can disagree with me all day long, but the numbers are there. Mm-hmm. In 2020, more white people mm-hmm. voted for Trump than did in 2016. And the percentage of white women went up. It went from 53% to 55% yeah. from 2016 to 2020. So, so, you know, you you may not like what I just said, and that's fine. But argue with the tree in your front yard. Um, they can argue with a deaf mute shadow. It don't yeah. matter. Because you said matter. what you said, and what you said was fact-based on data. The data doesn't lie. The numbers are there. Yeah. And, you know, while while we're on the subject, hmm. um, there is, um, and I'm, I'm using this person as an example, um, but this, this is a blanket statement for, you know, all so-called political influencers, okay? Um, there is a political influencer who, by the way, is on the payroll of Midas Touch. Um, so, you know, she's not making these videos and doing her, her podcasts and YouTube and all this, you know, because she feels strongly about this country, this democracy, voters, whatever. Um, she's doing it because she's paid to. Mm-hmm. Um, she is an actress. Mm-hmm. She makes... a year making Mm. TikToks and YouTube videos and doing podcasts and Mm -hmm. stuff. Okay. She has a net worth of $5 million. $5 million. Um, You know, she doesn't give a shit about you people. Mm -mm. She doesn't. She'll be all right. You know, and you know, you can you can be all in her comments saying, oh, Jamie Harrison, you need to hire her. Da, 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 da. She's not going to take a pay cut to work for the DNC. And Jamie Harrison is doing a, a damn good job. You know, He's doing it, what the DNC needs him to do. He's raising money. Yeah. Instead of, you know, tagging Jamie Harrison on Twitter um, and asking, you know, what he's doing or why. Why isn't this messaging being used, this out of the other, or, you know, claiming that Dems have a messaging problem? Okay. Just because the messaging that you want to hear is not knocking on your fucking front door doesn't mean that there's a problem. The people who need to see the messaging are getting the messaging. If you're not getting it, it's because you're not the target audience. Not everything is for you. Not for you, boo. Not for you. Um, but you but know, I'm, I'm interjecting. I'm sorry. Okay. No, 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 no. But, By all means. But I got to say this. If you all want a certain message to get out, out you put it out there. You talk to your family. <laughs> you talk to your family and your relatives. It's not, it's not my family or my relatives that's the problem. 
Is some of y'all's family and relatives that's a problem that's voting or that has voted for Trump? Y'all don't want to have those hard conversations with your family members. Yes. And and that's... and and let them know, like, look, your your shit stank. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Y'all are too passive at your Thanksgiving dinners and at your, your Christmas, you know, pajama parties and all that stuff. And y'all don't want to rock the boat. No, rock the boat. Like shake the table. Mm-hmm. And get your family in order and tell them about themselves. Let 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 Auntie Mima know that Auntie Mima, you racist as fuck. Yeah. You are. And you're homophobic. And your husband's sleeping with your never mind. I mean. But you know, we as as white Democrats, the number one thing that we, you know, as Brandon said, you know, we have to stop being so fucking passive. But also, and I've said this a thousand times on this show, we have to stop relying on somebody else to do the work. I was about to clap, but I remember Myra said he doesn't <laughs> like clapping. <laughs> um, and also, I'd, I'd, I would just like to make a quick point, and then I'll hop off this soapbox, okay? Um, I posted about said influencer on Twitter a little while ago, and, uh, you know, with the statement that if Republicans get back in power, she has nothing to lose. She She doesn't care about you. And almost immediately, somebody jumped into the comments, a white person, and said, well, it doesn't matter how rich somebody is. Everyone has something to lose if Republicans are back in power. I said what the fuck I said. I didn't stutter. I didn't say, well, maybe she doesn't have anything to lose. She is going to be all right. Rich white folks, y'all going to be fine. Even rich black folks are going to be fine. To a certain extent. (laughs) Um, Until they do something to piss off the Republicans and then they get targeted. But um, like Susan Sarandon is a perfect example of a rich white woman who works her ass off to ensure that Democrats are hurt or hampered during the election and then when Republicans win, She's off in her castle somewhere, you know, rubbing on Tim Robinson's balls and stuff. I just, I, yeah, collecting big pharma checks. Yes, being a hypocrite. Yeah, like they'll be all right. They're they want Republicans to get back in power because guess what? They get the tax breaks. Yep, that's the reason why big oil right now is keeping gas prices high. They're taking advantage of the crisis in Ukraine. And the fallout from from the pandemic to jack up gas prices because they want Republicans to get back in the office so they can actually submit those tax cuts because they know once Democrats actually retain the House and the Senate and they actually increase their majorities, BBB will be passed. Mm -hmm. And it's important to note that um, every Republican in the House, including your Lord and Savior Liz Cheney. Hmm. voted against a bill that would prevent price gouging at the gas pump. Every Republican. Every one of them. And four Democrats too, but you know. Well, predictable. <sighs> yeah. Um, one of them is from Texas. And I don't think it was Cisneros. No, I'm sorry. I don't think it was um, Quaylock. Yeah. yeah. Cisneros, um, she just lost her recount, so. <laughs> well, well Mm, that'll do it. do it. 
Um, I have one more issue uh, uh -huh. that I would I would like to bring um, to the table. Okay. If I may. Go ahead. Um, you know, this past uh, Sunday was Father's Day. Um, and as many people were, they were sharing pictures of their dads and stuff. And, you know, they're sidebar there. Some of y'all got hot dads. Um, it needs to be said. It needs to be said. Mm. <laughs> um, but there was one Father's Day picture that uh, I, I took issue with. Um, and it was from um, the son of George Soros. Uh, he shared a picture of he and his father at the Golden Gate Bridge um, with some caption or whatever. Um, Mr. Soros, if, uh, if you have time to post for selfies, you've got time to cut me a check for all this fucking work I've been doing for the past eight years, um, mm -hmm. sir. Mm -hmm. You owe a lot of us some money. Yes. Um, I have been, been accused of being on your payroll for, you know, almost 12 years now. Um, I, I would like to see a check, sir, run me my fucking money, quit taking selfies and, you know, get to sign it. Um, he, he got it. Cause with, you know he got it. with interest, you're looking at six figures, sir. Um, and also if anyone from the Clinton foundation is listening, uh, you also, Oh, quite a few of us some back pay. Yes. So, with interest. With interest. Um, yes. And I, I would hate for you to uh, hear from my attorney um, because I would like to be paid. Please. This is the last time I will ask nicely. Run him his money. <laughs> and if you don't run him his money, he going to beat somebody's ass. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, but um, yeah, Father's Day was in Father's Day and Juneteenth landed on the same day this year. Yeah, very interesting day. Um, for me, Father's Day is kind of you know, it's 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 interesting because I think I've shared this with you and I've shared it with you know, um, close friends and whatnot. But my father's been in prison since I was like two weeks old. <laughs> um i'm 37 so he's been in there for 37 years but we call it and we just recently kind of reestablished our relationship where he'll call and we'll talk on the phone like every weekend or every other weekend or whatnot but father says always been kind of weird because i never really had a father figure around no uncles or anything like, anything like that i've had individuals that have been mentors but that's been like teachers um but only to a certain extent. So my mother actually had to play that dual role of being the parent. Um, so when people say, well, Father's Day, and I understand when people say, well, Father's Day is for the fathers. So, you know, we don't want to take away from the good fathers. I don't think taking away, uh, I don't think it takes away from good fathers being celebrated when you actually recognize that your mother had to come in yes. and fill that gap. Absolutely. Um, so I, I had to get that off my chest. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and allow me to say um, to Brandon's mother, who who I know will will listen to this show um, and I will apologize in advance for part two, because that's where things go off the rails. Um, 
but uh ma'am you did such a fantastic job like if if you are proud of nothing else in your entire life um be proud of this man that i co-host the show with um because you raised an amazing human being she did it so so happy father's day to you brandon's mom thank yes <laughs> and happy father's day to all the fathers all of the father figures all the people that had to come in and stand yes. in the gap um there just needs to be a happy parents day just period. yeah yeah you know um come you on know, shout out shout out to the single moms yes. uh, who who have to play both roles and santa claus and the yeah. easter bunny and you know so on and so forth and the single dads that have to yeah. do it too you also know, the because, single fathers so it's yeah I, um i, I kind of think fathers and mothers they have kind of yeah it's, like it just like un- hallmark can yeah you, can you like pick a day in in the middle Let's just do Parents' Day, mm-hmm. and you know, let's call it square. Exactly. Um, you know, because also this whole like Father's Day and Mother's Day and Easter like move shifting around on the calendar, I, like that doesn't work for anybody. Look, our checks can't handle that. Yeah, <laughs> like damn, and and Juneteenth, not Juneteenth, you know, and. My friend posted on Facebook someone that he worked with a while ago. Um, she was in education. She's not in education anymore, thank God. But she said, thanks to the stupid holiday, I can't, my kids can't see a doctor. Yeah, I said it. Maybe urgent care is open 365. Like private doctors are open. <laughs> if you also, if it's that deep, go to the ER. Thank you. I, they, are you new? I asked him, what was she? And he said, mm-hmm. I said, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is someone that's worked in a school that's predominantly black and Hispanic. So if you're saying this now, I can only imagine what you were saying to students, right? What you were thinking about students as you were serving them as a, as a teacher or as a teacher's aide, you know, but, um, yeah, so many Juneteenth celebrations happened. They had a big Juneteenth concert that came on CNN. Bell, Bell, Bill DeVoe performed, uh, Ronnie DeVoe is still nice looking. Still, (laughs) Like to this day, Um, Uh, Bill, my nemesis billy porter <laughs> i saw a clip of uh michelle williams at yes that. michelle williams earth wind and fire performed um it was it was pretty interesting um pretty good night but there was also some festivities in washington dc um that was going on but then there ended up being a shooting oh, where shit. four people were shot in front of the cops <laughs> so it's like come on y'all Come on. I, um, I have clients in um, Milwaukee and um, they Milwaukee was having like a, a very large uh, Juneteenth like block party type thing. Um, and one of my clients called and said that uh, he was trying to get to a family reunion. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get I get updates on all the, the goings on uh-huh. in, in Milwaukee. Uh, and I was like, you know, you, you can just tell me that you're going to the block party. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Um, but as I as I logged into work on Sunday, I I prayed to any higher being that was listening that no white person would yeah. say happy Juneteenth. And I, I made it through the day, and nobody did. Um, so because it's not a happy, yeah, occasion. It's a, it's an occasion of remembering when slaves in Texas were first notified that they had been emancipated. Yes, because they were originally emancipated years earlier by Abe Lincoln. You know, with the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, but it was three years after that they were notified and, and finally informed that they were free. That's the purpose of Juneteenth. It's not for our ice cream. <laughs> to, it's not for you to have some, some napkins on the table that says, it's the freedom for me. <laughs> it's to remember that our country has some very fucked up and dark history. Um, also, restaurant owners... There's no need for a Juneteenth menu. No. Um, because you're going to do something offensive. Um, because every place I saw with a Juneteenth menu, there there was something offensive on it. Fried chicken collard greens. Now, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. <laughs> but that's, stop it. Yeah. Stop. Um, but, I mean, it's along the same lines as, like, you don't wish people a happy Memorial Day. No. Like, that's not what that's for. No. Or, or happy Veterans Day. Like, I, you know, I mean, well, you wish the Veterans Day, but it's, you know. Yeah. Um, you, you, or even happy Easter. Is it really a happy? When, when you well, talk about I the mean, crucifixion? Uh, I mean, Easter is more the resurrection. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but like, it's 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 for that reason um, that we we don't wish Jewish people um, happy Auschwitz Day. Right. Like, boom, Myron's gonna get you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't clap. Um, <laughs> But you know, just, use some common sense, but bef- like before, before <laughs> you give a greeting for a holiday, like you know, happy holidays, Merry yeah. Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, um, Joyous Kwanzaa, like it's things of things of that nature. Yes, celebratory holidays, sure, yeah, but right. Memorial Day, Juneteenth. And, and we're still working out the kinks in Juneteenth because this was the is this the second year that has been a federal holiday? Yeah. 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 So this this is just year two. Yeah. So maybe it'll get better in year three. Yeah. Um, also important to note that uh, Liz Cheney voted against making Juneteenth a holiday. Hmm. Um, so hmm. Hmm. think she, about so she pulled a John McCain when he voted against Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Which mm. is which is why Megan McCain's hair looks like that because she doesn't have any black friends. Yes, 
Yeah. Speaking of McCain, um, Texas um, had the GOP convention, I believe, this past weekend. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, um, and and um, what's his name? Dan Crenshaw. And his, oh, um, yeah. and his, um, his entire staff. Entire staff got beat up <laughs> by... I'm, yeah, I'm laughing. He got beat I mean, up <laughs> by a by the crowd or by some protesters at the Texas Republican Convention, yeah. um, GOP convention, and and they, and these people that beat him up, uh, they were there for the convention. Yes, they're Republicans. <laughs> they're Republicans, so they're beating up them, beating up each other. Um, you know what nickname they gave him as they were beating him up? What? Make sure you swallow. <laughs> Always. But you don't know me. Um. <laughs> as they were beating him up, they called him man Eye Patch McCain. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> but while we are on the subject of um, the GOP convention, um there there is an organization an offshoot of um the gop who have been uh disinvited to all future events disavowed uh by the republican party as a whole Mm. um and that organization would be um the log cabin republicans Um, and all I have to say about that is uh, we fucking told you. We told you. We tried to tell you. We have you told y'all listen. for years that it was only a matter of time. Before they turned on you. And guess what they did? Exactly what we said they was going to do to you. They turned on you. So um, now y'all looking stupid and butt yep. hurt. And uh, no, you can't sit with us. Oh, you can't. Can't sit here. Seats taken. Mm-hmm. Taken. <laughs> that last girl said, mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, so y'all gotta figure some stuff out. Yeah. Mm. Sorry for you. <laughs> mm. So did you hear about um Lizzo? In her song, Girls. Okay, so what happened? Because all, all I know is I saw the statement. Um, yes. I don't, I didn't, I didn't look that much into it. So she has a verse in there talking about she's about to spaz out. She's the term um, spaz. And in the UK, I believe that word is offensive. Yeah. Um, because it deals with um, people with mental disabilities or whatnot so they yeah. say yeah that that words you know not cool to use and she said oh okay well thank you for teaching me something i'll take it out so people use this um opportunity to like go after lizzo and like you fat bitch that's why you like they're going after her for unknowingly using a word that we use here in america all the time yeah like we say spaz out all the time, yeah. especially in the black community. Like I can recall watching Making the Band when 
Diddy told one of the girls, like, don't spaz out, don't spaz out, which she didn't make the band, you know? Um, but for Lizzo to say, okay, got it, I'll change the song, it should have been done. But again, people use the opportunity to like go after Lizzo negatively and talk about her weight, um, attack her, her looks, and, and all that. And, and I, you know, I feel like people, the people that did that were really just looking for any excuse. Exactly. Any excuse to go after her um, because they don't like her to begin with because yeah. she's confident in her body and her image and she doesn't really care what people say or think. So they just use that as an opportunity to try to tear her down. But um, she did something that other celebrities need to do. Like when someone tells you that something is offensive, then learn from it and don't do it anymore. Yeah, she don't... she took ownership of it. Exactly. And then, you know, course corrected, which yeah, is even... which is really what we should all do. Yeah. When... Even, even though she could have just said, hey, I, I understand. However, here in America, in my community, it means this. Yeah, but thank you for clarifying for me. Um, when I'm in in England or in Europe, I won't use that. Or in England or Europe, this version will be available. You know, she didn't pull a Dave Chappelle where he doubled down on being transphobic. Yeah, or other people that doubled down on being homophobic. And um, um, what's his name on the Daily Show? Um, Mark Rabona from last week. Oh yeah, Stephen Colbert. Uh, um, no, nah, not Colbert. Um, the new one. Trevor oh, Noah. Trevor Noah. Yeah. Yes. Um, he said like in in England, the word for cigarette is fag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we know that that term is offensive to some people within the gay community here in America, and but they still use the term in England because that's right. just that's a multi-meaning word just in general. So it's, I, there was a double standard there, but Lizzo was mature and she, again, did what other artists should do. And, and you know, while those of you that, that hate on Lizzo are, you know, at home trolling the internet, you know, eating your cup of noodles, sitting on the floor with your laptop on a fucking milk crate. Lizzo's in her mansion Mm. with her man living her best life while you lonely hoes are at home cloud chasing on Twitter. Yes. Lizzo's getting her back beat out. Yeah. By her man. Yes. In her mansion making music. Probably on a bed of money. On a bed of money. You know, Lizzo is a prince protege. (laughs) You know, y'all that are trolling her Mm. are protégés of Bob at Family Dollar. Get wrecked. Y'all listening to Justin Timberlake as he performs in D.C. telling people to <laughs> be there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. D.C., beat your feet. <laughs> and also, um, you know, because he recently sold his entire catalog of music. Um, how, how is it 
hmm. that you are going to appear at a concert to sing music that that you wrote that you recorded mm -hmm. but now that you have to pay to use how is it you have to pay to use your own shit that don't make sense to me at all prince is up in heaven kaplan janet jackson is at home <laughs> cracking probably, up probably counting the money from you know buying justin timberlake's entire catalog <laughs> because you know that that family is petty Petty as they would do that. Petty because Michael fuck. did buy the Beatles catalog from yes. Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> went up, Paul McCartney told him about it and went behind Paul McCartney's back and bought the catalog. And when Paul confronted him, Michael said, Well, that's business. <laughs> <laughs> it would be poetic justice if Janet Jackson actually controlled Justin Timberlake's catalog. That would be what the you did there. Way <laughs> <laughs> to justice. Oh, it would be fantastic. And she needs to walk around in like a fur through the room and actually goes and confronts him in his office, like Dominique Devereaux, played by our good friend Miss Diane our, Carroll. Miss Diane Carroll. And tells him, hmm, I bought your catalog and the champagne's burned. <laughs> and then walk out. <laughs> All right, friends, uh, that is all the time we have for this part of the episode. Um, hang out, though. We will be right back. Loving this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Coastal Elites is a Spring Break 83 production in association with the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network and Joyful Warrior Media LLC. No portion of this podcast may be reproduced or distributed commercially without consent.